thing. Of course, my computer goes to sleep the moment I do that. <laughs> wow. Good day. Good evening. Uh, happy, happy Thursday. Happy Impact Day. Yeah. Um, this is a good impact. Get this yeah, impact. I, I thought it was a, a really fun show. Nothing too special. We got a lot of hype for uh, Hard to Kill. Uh, and it accomplished what it needed to. Yeah. Yeah. I... I don't know. I, I thought that it was like a... A lot of the matches didn't make sense to me, but... It was fun. Yeah, I mean, the, the six, the six women tag match was just everyone who was in the women's ultimate X match. Um, Carl versus Heath was a little weird, but that, that was pretty fun. Um, Deanna versus Mercedes was great. That was a great match. It was a good match. Um, um, Got Masha Slamovich's debut. Well, I think full-time debut. Yeah. yeah, I um I thought that was that was a great match just for being like a jobber match. Yeah. Yeah. Um Jonah versus Jake something was pretty fun. Um We got a fantastic video package for Moose Morrissey and Matt Cardona. That was that was so good. That was like one of the best video packages we've seen in wrestling. Yeah, that was dramatic as fuck. Um let's see. We got uh we got Macklin told that if he loses against Trey Miguel, he can't ever challenge for the X Division title as long as Trey is champion. Um, let's see what else did we get? We got uh the inspiration copying the influences talk show uh to hype up for their tag team match. Um, we got for some reason Ace Austin versus Madman Fulton or Ace Austin and Madman Fulton versus Johnny Swinger and Hernandez. Um, that did a good job showing that. Ace and Fulton are actually a good tag team. And a swinger a puss puss. Got what? So the giant swinger was a puss puss because he left Hernandez yeah. in the ring. Yeah. Hopefully they don't break out. Uh, but yeah, it, it was a very low, um, low stakes show, but uh, it was fun. Fun. Especially nice after last night's uh, Dynamite and Wrestle Kingdom when, like, the stakes were through the roof. Kind of no consequence show is, is nice breath of fresh air. A lot. It was almost like, like relaxing yeah. to watch. Yeah. I don't know if that makes sense, but yeah. I liked it a lot. I enjoyed this episode a lot, actually. Um. Well, you want to go into the news? Yeah, we got a little bit of news. Let's talk about the news. 
Let's discuss the news. What news you got? All right. What news do you want first? Let's talk about Jeff Cobb. I like how you asked what I wanted and then just said what you're going to give me. Um, so Jeff Cobb is injured. Sad news. I. Oh, um, apparently he injured his knee at Wrestle Kingdom, which was interesting because he wasn't at the Osprey promos. Yeah. And he did not come out for Osprey. I, I thought those and we were very like, weird whenever Will Osprey was doing the backstage segments, or even um, when Aaron Hinare and uh, Great Okan were at Osprey versus Okada. Cobb wasn't there. Um, yeah. So now we now we at least have an explanation. Yeah. Apparently, he injured his knee. Um, during the six-man tag match that they had on the fourth, and then injured it worse um, against Naito on the fifth. Which stands to kind of question the methods that NJPW has for their time-filling purposes, but... Yeah. It's fun while it's fun until it's not fun, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but that sucks. Um... Let's now talk about WWE. Apparently, WWE is going back to Saudi Arabia. Is that a shock? I think they've still got more events under uh, their deal. Yeah, um, but not just going back to Saudi Arabia. Going back to Saudi Arabia on February 19th. Wow. Yeah. Like, basically, practically tomorrow. Maybe? Um... It says that no event is confirmed, but it looks like it falls in line with that. Okay, okay. Um, so, that's another thing to think about. I don't know. Um, then we also have news that Walter is going to be making a 2.0 move full-time. Uh, he has one last match against... Uh, Nathan Frazier. Nathan Frazier. Thank you. I was like, I always get Nathan Frazier and Tyler Bake. Really? And I, 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 in my head, like, just the names. Um, even as I was, like, actively watching NXT UK, I got them confused, so. Um, but they are going to have him fight Nathan Frazier for Walter's last stand, and then he's going to make them. Yeah, which um, brings up some questions. Of how he's going to be presented on 2.0. Will he be put in the singlet and, you know, look pedestrian the whole time? Like, he didn't look like Walter uh, on Tuesday. He didn't have that giant presence that Walter brings. You know? Yeah. It just... They diluted him without him even coming over yet. That's... He was kind of NXT UK's biggest draw. You remove Walter, who do you have as a draw for NXT UK? It was like a big name. You got Mustache Mountain, maybe. But how many people know of Mustache Mountain? Yeah. Yeah. Who else do you have? Um. 
You build new stars? Maybe. Ilya, uh, Ilya is probably the biggest name. Yeah. Wh which sucks. I it might mean that they might be considering uh, folding NXT UK. They're pulling their biggest star out of it. I don't know. Possible. Um, I don't know if they would do that. But at the same time, Vince doesn't exactly seem like he's in the business of keeping people around, yeah. so. Yeah. Um, and on that note, <laughs> Samojo was released. Um, I, I'm not sure if it was like today or if it was yesterday, and Sean Rossap only just found out today. News broke today. Um, right. But what I'm saying is, I don't know if he was released because like, there were names that weren't yeah. said. Um, but yeah, so Joe is released. God, I'm hoping that we'll see him wrestling um, again. Which that that brings up uh, some a fightful select article that I have that uh, says all of the sources spoken to at the performance center regarding Samoa Joe believe he will return to ring to the ring outside WWE. So that should be a very very quick scoop for AEW. I know they've got a full roster, but Samoa Joe is a name that you really need to pick up. Imagine. You'd go to Impact. That's home, baby. Yeah, but I think when I, I think AEW would want him, and I think they'd offer him the, the a pay that he'll be happier with. Um. But uh, imagine Eddie Eddie Kingston and Samoa Joe. Imagine that feud, MJF and Samoa Joe. That didn't well, come in at all through the mic. Yeah. But MJF would get crumpled. Yeah. He'd, uh, he'd get his uh, fourth loss. Um. Yeah. I don't know. It sucks. Mm -hmm. how, do you, how do you fire somebody twice? How do you fuck up Smojo? Even Renee... Not just twice, but in terms, not like, like in terms of a 12 month span, you have fired this man twice in one year. Yeah. Samoa Joe's somebody that's like easy to, to, you know, get right. I don't know how they've managed to fuck him up so many times. The dude was on, on the brink of fighting Brock Lesnar. And he should have won. I think he did fight him. It was for the Universal title. What? That didn't come through either. I don't know if you're not talking directly. I don't into, know. But, um... I'm talking as close as I was when I was doing my audio test. Um, yeah. I mean... And the, fucking up Samoa Joe is literally like fucking up Roman Reigns or Brock Lesnar. But anyway. Fucking shame. Anyways. 
Um, we only have one piece of AEW news today. And that is that Ray Phoenix is fine. Um, he should be back in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Uh, he just dislocated his arm, apparently. Which, thank fucking God. We, I, I don't we know how he does it. extract whatever his body is made out of and make, like, a super soldier serum. Yeah, because that's... It, it, He's got like the 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 imperviousness of like a seven year old. It's like you know how like seven year olds can like fall on their fucking head and like still be totally fine afterwards. That's Ray Phoenix. That's that's all I can draw that to. All right, so that's all the posts you got. Um, the news you got. Yeah, that's all we got today. Okay. All right, um, so let's get into tonight's impact. We started off with BTI Raj Singh versus Juice Robinson. Fun match. Yes. Fun fact, though. I forgot to take notes on this. I, I had a feeling you did. Um, I was enjoying the match. I completely forgot that we take notes on BTI. <laughs> um, but this was a super fun match. Um, Raj had an upper hand for a lot longer than I thought yeah. he would. Um, I don't know what the point of this match was, but he really got to show off a lot of his stuff. Um, but yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, Juice eventually, Juice ended up winning. Um, after what was like a merciless fucking like carryover neckbreaker over the knee of Raj, um, that like folded him in half basically. Um, pretty much the the way that this match started was just Juice got some good strikes in, and then got tripped up and sent into the lower buckle, um, and from there. Raj just fucking destroyed him. Um, but it it was nice to see Juice, just because I know that his whereabouts are kind of uncertain right now. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, and he's still with Finley, so yeah, I think. I think they've just thrown them against the Good Brothers too much to where if they're still in that tag title scene, it, it'll be a, a bit much. Um, I feel like they were the right options for getting the titles, and... I don't know. I, I just don't understand why the Good Brothers have the fucking titles. Because they're the biggest named tag team. Super, they got the super elite rub. Um, I mean, it it should have been Chris Bay and Hikaleo. What? Is Hikaleo still there? As far as I know, he was. I think he was there in the last episode, so like three weeks ago. Okay. Um. But now, with with all the teams in this match, hard to kill. I don't even know. 
because VBD like just had it. Um, Ethan Rhino like just got back together. Um, I don't know what other tag teams there are. Ace and Ace and Fulton they're just getting on their feet. And Rich Swan, but they were also just challenging for right. it. So, I don't know. Um, I, I don't think that this was a match to like kind of promote uh, Finn Juice mm -hmm. just because it wasn't a tag match. More for uh, Raj Singh, if anything. Yeah, which I thought this was great for a match where it wouldn't have made sense for Raj to win. But it made him look really good. Yeah. It was like sort of like a Drew McIntyre jobber match. Get your shit in. Yeah. Yeah, I liked it a lot. I, I thought it was really fun. Mm -hmm. I agree. So after that, we had our first match of the main episode, which was Tasha Steeles and Chelsea Green, or Ch Tasha Steeles, Chelsea Green, and Lady Frost versus Jordan Grace, Rachel Elring, and Rosemary. I had to do to figure out who the fuck was in this match was absurd because I saw Tasha come out and I saw Savannah come out with her so I was like oh Tasha and Savannah cool and then Chelsea came out and I was like okay the announcer. and then Lady Frost came out I yeah I know and I didn't also it's very weird by the way to hear Matt Stryker knowing that Matt Stryker is no longer with the company yeah, yeah. same with like Mercedes seeing her knowing she's with AEW yeah, it's like, oh. Yeah. Okay. Um, so we start with Tasha and Rachel. Um, event, it pretty quickly goes to Lady Frost, who gets in. She's just ducking Ellering. Um, Ellering ends up tossing her, but can't land a dropkick because of, uh, Lady Frost dodges again. Then Tasha gets in, and Lady Frost was going to tag in Chelsea, but Tasha tagged in off of Lady Frost's back, um, making Chelsea, like, the fuck? Um, she's in versus Rosemary. There's some chops to Rosemary. Slows her down, but not quite enough. She kind of vibes on it for a little bit. She's like enjoying it. Um, Rosemary then chokes Tasha out against the ropes. We get a springboard bulldog to Rosemary that hits the mark, but Rosemary kind of undertakers herself, comes back to life really quickly. We get Rachel in. She's she. Th this was one of my favorite spots I think in the whole match. Was she like went to go do her senton onto Tasha? But Tasha got the knees up. So Rachel kind of like faked her out. Like. I'm not going to do that. And then she actually did get the senton after. Tasha kind of like unfurled smart. her legs. And I thought that was smart. cool. Yeah. I like seeing wrestlers look smart. <laughs> um, Jordan Grace finally gets in. I was also kind of confused why Jordan Grace wasn't wearing the. The matching gear. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why they weren't. They didn't have that tag team uh, duality, but maybe it's because she's got the title. I that's that's the only reason I can think of. Hmm. Um, but she finally gets in, only for a second, really. Um, Rosemary gets in, I think, pretty shortly after that. Tasha gets hit with a cutter by Rachel, then she gets speared by Rosemary. Chelsea finally gets her ass in there. She gets a big boot to um, 
Rosemary, I think, after a whole match of frustration, because she's pissed off at this point. Um, we get a moonsault onto the field of woman from Lady Frost once they've all gone ringside, and then a kill switch, I guess, to Rachel from Chelsea to end the match. Um, that was nasty. Kill switch so much better than Christian's. Yeah, Christian's look soft as hell now. <laughs> um, also, apparently at Raw, um, when they were like in the crowd, Kevin Owens at one point told Seth that he's a psychopath and that he loves him. And then he gave him a kiss. On like the lips. Just get the good stuff. Him, uh, kissed him on the lips. The, cam- the cameras miss all the important shit. Commercial. Well, the camera still missed it. We could have gotten a replay. Yeah, we could have. Um, Alright, so... After that, we had the fantastic video package between Moose Morrissey and Matt Cardona. Um, Then we had a promo with Moose. Uh, Also, definitely fine. Uh, I think Impact might upload that uh, video package. Definitely, definitely... Go uh, watch that. Um, Miriam just said, did you guys see what Impact just retweeted? No. Oh. Mark, don't tell me. I want to find out myself. Uh, I want to find out myself. Miriam just told me. Or said in the chat. Well, I can't see. I can't see Um, the chat. I guess I'll wait until you find it. So. Did you find it? Rachel L rings out. Mm-hmm. That's weird. Yeah. Maybe she got injured in the match. That's all I can think would happen or would yeah. be the case. Um, I mean good that Alicia's in it. Yeah, can I say like I, I was actually really confused when Alicia wasn't yeah. part of it. Cause she was the one who was like really pushing hard to yeah. the hoop for that. And Scott was like, you'll find out, you'll find out. She's like, please? And, uh, and then Scott said, psych. He said, you found out. Well, hope. Well, that yeah, sucks. I hope she's yeah. fine. Um, but I'm excited to see Alicia in that match now. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so then we have a, a promo featuring Moose. He says, triple threat match in two days. I step into the ring with two dangerous men. They're pissed off, which makes them more dangerous. Just imagine what I'm capable of, capable of doing, what I'm willing to do to keep the Impact World Championship. Uh, any other world champion, any other champion would complain about the the. Uh, sorry, my vision's just not good right now. Uh, about how the deck is stacked against them. I'm blind. Uh, I, I think so. Uh, how this match is triple threat or no DQ, but I'm looking forward to it. On that day, I prove to the world that I'm the greatest world champion in all of pro wrestling, the wrestling god, Moose. And then we get uh, Jonah versus Jake something. Righty, already. Um, didn't get a ton of notes for this. Um, so. Jake's something basically he he clatters into Jonah to start the match. Um and he controls the match for a, a lot not that long, but a lot longer yeah. than I thought he would. Um 
He ends up, Jonah ends up lifting Jake up and over, but Jake lands on his feet, um, sends a shoulder to the gut of Jonah. Uh, I, I guess, like, kind of like a crossbody press to him. I, I don't know. He kind of, like, jumped and ran body uh, slammed him, sort of like Jonah does. A Thez press. A what? Yeah. A Thez press. That's what it's called. Didn't know it's, that. It's, it's, uh, um, it's Stone Cold used to always do. Oh, didn't know the name for it. But now I do. Thank you. Um, but he hits that. Um, however, doesn't matter. Jonah gets control of the match. Hits a jumping senton onto Jake and then a tsunami onto Jake to win the match. Um, would love to see Jake not jobbed out. but Yeah, but uh, I mean, this match was uh, an extended one for what it was. Um, it was. It was. You're right. I, I guess that's a, that's a fair point. And, uh, all right. So after that match ended, Josh Alexander came out and attacked Jonah. Uh, he tries to get in the ankle lock, but security breaks him up. Uh, Jonah lays out security, gives uh, two sentons to Josh, and then goes under the apron for a table. Uh, Josh tries to fight back, but Jonah, um, pins him against the corner, sets up the table, and sends Josh through it with a tsunami. Um, then we get a video package from Mickey James versus Diana Perrazzo, and then we get Masha Slamovich versus Sandra Moon. Didn't know her name. Didn't know her name <laughs> going into this. I just wrote a girl. Um, but there's a series of strikes right into a spinning back fist to Miss Moon. And then a French corral and lift to Moon as well as what is a it's a northern lights bomb apparently. Um, but it's called a um a god in heaven. Oh, I love that. I, I believe I believe that is the name of the move. Um, unless that was just Matt Stryker waxing poetic for a moment. <laughs> um <laughs> But she hits that. It's super fucking cool, fucking scary. Um, and she she wins. It's a banger of a match for again yeah. for a jobber match. Um, although I think Matt Straker has just exclaimed that before. God in heaven. I think he said that with like big moves. Well, we're gonna call it Masha's move for now. Um, I'm just going with that. Then we get a promo. Uh, for Steve Macklin, he says, "In two days, I finally get my one-on-one -on -one match and hard to kill a man that has yet to be beaten or submitted." Uh, Scott wants to say no, and I've heard no so many damn times. I took action to my own hands. You went to Gail, and she said yes. Uh, she made the mistake of saying yes when it comes to hard to kill. It is uh, Tagum, Bagum, and Gail Kim walks in. She says, "Did I overhear you? Did you say I made a mistake?" Um, in the match, there will be a winner and a loser. If you lose, you will never get another shot for the X Division title as long as Trey Miguel is champion. I'm hoping Macklin wins at a hard to kill. He'd be a really good X Division champion. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't know. I, I don't really like Trey, so... I'm... Happy to see the belt off of him, um, and I think that Macklin deserves yeah. something, like for for his efforts. 
for lack of a better word. Um, so after that, we get an interview with Matt Cardona and Chelsea Green. Or I guess Matt and Chelsea Cardona. Um, which I think she's going by his last name now. Not not in kayfabe. Cardona? I don't think. I would imagine. Pretty hard to change your name, I think, in kayfabe. Uh, Chelsea said, I'm fine. I've been hit hard. But my worry here is that this is going to affect Matt going into the biggest night of his career. I blame Moose. He did exactly what he wanted. Uh, Cardona says she's right. I, I do blame Moose, too. He's trying to get in my head. He doesn't realize that I will do anything to win the Impact World Championship. Chelsea says Moose engineered the whole thing because Matt could be the Impact World Champion. The insults get to me. I'm sick of people calling him the underdog. You might be looking at the next Impact Wrestling power couple. Uh, and then after that, we get Deanna Perrazzo versus Mercedes Martinez with Mickey James on commentary. Yeah, this was a hard match, dude. Mm-hmm. Um, Mercedes yeah, looked incredible. Deanna did too. Yeah, Deanna comes out there wrestling in fucking mm-hmm. jeans. And it makes me kind of crazy. <laughs> like, in a good way. Like, I, I just don't get it. Yeah. Um, so we get a boot to the back of the neck of Mercedes and then to the chest. Uh, Ray Walt ends up distracting the match just a little bit. Um, this ends in like maybe, maybe the grossest move I've seen in a while. Um, Deanna had like one foot pushing in on the shoulder of Mercedes and one foot pulling the other way. And then she, like, did, like, sort of, like, you know, like, the neck twist with, like, the feet or something like that. Like, did that to, like, the fucking arm of Mercedes. And I was like, don't care for that. Possibly don't care for that at yesterday. All. We don't need another. Yeah, I, I think after yesterday, I was like, joints, so <laughs> God. <laughs> um, Deanna gets a strong submission hold on Mercedes, but Mercedes hits her with some hard back elbows. Um, there's a spine buster to Deanna. Both women spill out to ringside. Eventually, we get back in the ring. We're exchanging blows. This ends with a chop to Deanna's chest and then a DDT to Deanna. Mercedes hits the air raid crash, and my god, does it look like she has finally gotten it. But she hasn't. Deanna reverses the cover and throws Mercedes into a double underhook arm submission, uh, thus making Mercedes tap the fuck out. Yes, yes, and that should be a good farewell for Mercedes to head over to AEW. Yeah. Um, and a good lead-in for Deanna versus Mickey. Um, so after that, we get all about I.I. Um, the inspiration's take on All About Me. Um, with J- Jay Vidal as co-host. Um... The inspiration says, this Saturday at Hard to Kill, we will defend our titles. What a fitting name for them, the influence, because they will be influenced by the inspiration. The influence then walks in. Daniil says, what is this? What kind of talk show is this? Uh, There's no guest or anything. And (laughs) I think Cassie, or I think it was Jesse, actually, says that's not how All About I.I. works. Uh... Neil said, well, if you're going to rip off our show, do it right. You need a guest. They all start bickering uh, to Neil, 
pulls on Billy's braid, says she's going to pull it out. Madison tries to rip the belt off of Cassie's waist. Um, but then they were just like, this show is canceled. We are going. And that was that. Wait, what? She sits down like, like it's been her show this whole time. And she's like, and that's oh, all the time sure. we have. It's like, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't vibe so much on, on Jay Vidal because he's very, he's very green with promos. He's, he's really good in the ring, but his promos are. Yeah. Yeah. He. How to put it? He his acting skills aren't that great. You can tell that like he's he's learned the lines, but he doesn't know how to say the lines. If that makes sense. Which, you know, again, if you're green, that's gonna happen. But don't put him in a, you know, a spot that the spotlight's on him. If that's gonna happen, it also doesn't help that one of um. Impact's only male gay wrestlers is playing a very uh, eccentric gay character. Which mm. didn't come off that way in, like when he debuted. I don't know if that was a decision made along the way, but... Yeah. I don't know. And it's always one of those things, too, where I'm like... It, was it his choice? Was it creative's choice? Know. You know, we don't know. Uh, but I guess it, he no. just joined, so it's still time. It's time for improvement. Yeah, he's young too. I don't know how young he is, but he looks young as fuck. Uh, all right. So then we had a promo for Josh Alexander. Not really a promo. He's just getting tended to by medical. Uh, and then we get Ace Austin and Madman Fulton versus Johnny Swinger and Hernandez. Hernandaddy. Question. Why? To give them TV time? Why? Okay, sure, fine. But, you know what? They, um, they probably wanted to get... Um, I mean, Ace Austin spent so much time in the singles division... That they wanted to bring Ace and Fulton back into the tag scene. Um, and they needed them to look good. Have a good match. Uh, but they couldn't do it against somebody like Finjuice. Which I think is the only other tag team. I see that being fair. Um, okay. So Ace and Fulton attack... Uh, Swinger and Hernandez as they go to kind of vamp to the crowd um, after their walkout. Um, Fulton ends up body slamming Swinger. We get a suplex to him. The team, or a suplex, by the way, from Ace to Swinger, which made me a little didn't know he could do that. Um, Fulton and Ace are, uh, they, they've got let me try this again. Fulton and Ace are hitting the quick tags pretty quick, pretty. They have quick tags. They look strong. That's what I'm going to say here, because I don't know how to speak anymore, apparently. Um, 
But yeah, they, they looked really good. They looked like they were functioning well. Fulton ends up lifting and choking out Swinger. Like, just lifting him like this. And poor Swinger, like, his eyes are fucking bulging. Um, Austin ends up choking Swinger out a little bit more once the ref's not looking after Fulton goes to intimidate Hernandez. Um, Hernandez gets in. Uh, Fulton has to save Ace from Hernandez before being suplexed. And then Ace repays the favor. He saves Fulton from Hernandez. I thought that was a really cute touch. I like that a lot. Um, then there's a double suplex to Ace and Fulton, which again was really cute because, um, Hernandez had to take a couple steps forward because he knew he was too far back in the ring. And I thought that was nice because, like, Madman Fulton's a massive dude. You have to make room for that. (laughs) Um, but there's a springboard Enziguri from Ace to Hernandez and then an assisted splash from Austin to Hernandez for, um, Ace and Fulton to win the match. Um. And then it devolves a bit, if you want to talk about that. I don't remember. I don't remember how it devolves. So, first of all, I, I, I pointed this out to you. Fulton um, did some bullshit where he went over the top rope to get to the ringside area, but, like, head first, on purpose. Um, they got two chairs, and then I think that they started going... Um, they, they, like, I think they went to do, like, kind of a, almost, like, I think a concerto sort of thing, but, like, on his arm, I think. Um, and the entire time they were setting up for this move, Hernandez is, like, laying there prone while Swinger is, like, backing up the ramp, like, oh my god, mm-hmm. feeling this. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> That's your best friend, buddy. Uh, so, we'll see how that pays off, uh, next week, I guess. Hopefully. Hopefully, uh, we make this a little feud, have a, have a non-title feud in the tag scene. So after that, we get uh, an interview yeah. with Morrissey. He says, last year when I came here, I was alone. No friends, no fans, no supporters. When you're at the top, everyone wants to be a supporter. When I hit rock bottom, I did it alone. When I came here, I didn't need anybody. The second I ended my alliance with Moose, I have an Impact World title match. Some of the fans want to hop on the bandwagon. I don't need any fair-weather friends or fans or Moose. I'll be alone on Saturday. At the end of the night, I'll be on. I'll be the Impact World Champion, and I'll be alone, just how I like it. And then finally, Carl Anderson versus Heath, where whoever wins gets an advantage at the um, team war or whatever on Saturday. Core war. Yeah, sure. That's what it's uh, called. Because it always throws me a little bit because Mickey James is hardcore country. Oh, yeah. And they're, I think at one point they were like, get ready for hardcore. Hardcore war. And I was like, wait. That's not it. Hardcore war. <laughs> war. Uh. And then it just goes right into Wardlow's fucking walkout. Hardcore war. <laughs> This is war. Be perfect. <laughs> I would love that. Um, wow, now I need a Wardlow Mickey James tag team. <laughs> um, okay, so he gets in, um, he's in control with a number of strikes to, uh, I didn't take any notes on this one. Um, he gets a number of strikes to 
Carl. Um, Carl sends Heath arm first into the barricade, starts stomping on him a little bit. 